book of Ephesians, and we've been talking about the armor of God. We're going to share just a few minutes about the breastplate of righteousness. In Ephesians chapter 6, 13 and 14, it says this. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand firm. Stand, therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for this wonderful day. We thank you for everything that you're doing in our hearts and lives. We thank you for the word of God. Your word is life. Your word is truth. And we pray today that you sanctify us, set us apart, consecrate us today. According to your word, let the word of God, through the power of the Holy Spirit, the author of the word of God, individually speak to our hearts today. The truth of your word, the truth of righteousness. And we pray that we would give you all the glory and all the praise in the wonderful name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Have you ever had somebody uh, ask you this question? You know what your problem is? Have you ever, have you ever had somebody say that? So this week I, I asked my wife, I said, what would you do if somebody came up to you and said, uh, do you know what your problem is? And to be honest, this is what she said. I would give them a neck punch, okay? <laughs> a neck punch. See, we as human beings, when somebody else, tell, you know, in, in the same situation or going through problems, when they tell us what our problem is, we want to tell them what their problem is, right? But see, God, who is just and righteous and holy, has spoken to us and has said, you know what your problem is? You don't measure up. Your unrighteousness falls short of my glory, and it keeps you separated. It keeps you alienated. It keeps you hostile to my presence and my passion and the purpose that I have for you in my life. Do you know what your problem is? Your problem is sin. It separates you from God. Jesus Christ, the lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world, came. Cancel the debt of sin in our hearts and lives. Give us free access into his very presence. Do you know why you were created, friends? You were created to enjoy God forever and to live your lives for his glory and his honor, to be intimate with God. This life doesn't make sense without God. We weren't supposed to go through the sorrow and the pain and the adversity and the problems and the broken relationships, and the brokenness of our past. Jesus came, the Bible says, to cause us to be new creations. The old is gone, and the new has come. Jesus told Nicodemus that you got to be born again. And Nicodemus, this astute, wise, intellectual studier of God's word, says this. You mean i got to go back into my mother's womb? And Jesus said, come on, man. Spiritually, when you turn your life to Christ and say, God, by faith, I trust you to forgive me of my sins and to allow the Holy Spirit to come into my heart and life, all of a sudden your eyes are open to the kingdom of God. The Bible says that the kingdoms of this world will bow to the king of kings and the Lord of lords. That day is coming. We see it in our in our culture, in our, in our, in our world. The, the world is going insane, friends. 
And the insanity happens when we leave God out of our lives, when we leave God out of our culture, when we leave God out of our community, when we leave God out of our families, when we leave God out of our hearts. We were created to be satisfied in God and God alone and to live our lives for his glory and for his honor. There's nothing like being in relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says that all our righteousness is as filthy rags. You ever go to the garage and you want to wash your car and you grab some rags that you think are clean and you start throwing the soap on there and you start washing your car and all of a sudden all this dirt and muck and mire and everything else comes on our car. This is what we try to do with our lives, friends. We try to wipe up the mess of our lives. We try to wipe up the brokenness of our lives. We try to make everything right and everything righteous by our own activity, by our own righteousness, by our own doing. And we come to find out, yeah, that our lives are still a mess and our lives are broken and our lives have no purpose. And we're struggling and struggling and struggling like the song singer says, I can't get no satisfaction. That's why Paul wrote and told the Philippian church this. I want to be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, that comes from being religious, that comes from doing things outside uh, with our behavior. Paul says this, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith. Friends, the righteous shall live by faith and trust in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Many of you grew up in a religious home without the power of God, without the truth of God's word. It's hard, man. It's hard towing the line. It's hard keeping up. It's hard trying to be a goody-goody when you know you're a naughty-naughty. You know what I'm saying? When you lay your head down on the pillow, when you know that you are not right with God, but God's love is steadfast. His covenant love always draws, always comes. He's the hound of heaven. He's sniffing you out today, and he's coming to show you his love and his grace. And we turn. We're walking this way in our sin, in our brokenness, in our sinful nature. And all of a sudden, we hear the voice of God. And what is repentance? But we turn. Amen? We turn, and all of a sudden, we see the wonder and the amazement of the cross of Christ. And we sang about it today. It is finished, friends. And it is accomplished. The work of the cross to draw us back to God and in relationship with God forever and ever and ever. What a great God we serve. Paul wrote to the Philippian church. Paul also wrote to the Roman church. He says this, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified by his grace as a gift. Through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a propitiation by his blood to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness, because in his divine forbearance he had passed over former sins. It was to show his righteousness at the present time so that he might be just and the justifier of one who has faith in Jesus Christ. What a great God we serve. This verse here brings out three aspects of the righteousness of God, the work of God in your heart and in your life. And the first one 
Let's talk about propitiation. That's a propitiation. That's a five-syllable word right there, friends. It means that because of Christ's sacrifice, the sinless Lamb of God, the wrath of God, the anger of God about sin, the anger that God has about the brokenness and the, and, and the, the, the hurt of the human heart, the sin of all mankind was put upon Christ. Christ paid our debt. Christ bore the wrath of God. The Bible says that it was the Father's will that Christ would be crushed. Why? So that we might live. Amen? Amen. Propitiation speaks to us about the temple. Every week, people went into the temple, gave sacrifices, and the blood ran through the streets because of the temple, because of the sacrifices. Once a year, the high priest went into the Holy of Holies and put the blood on the mercy seat for the sins of himself and of Israel. This word mercy seat, some says, is the word propitiation or the atoning sacrifice. The temple speaks about the blood that was shed. Jesus, because of his sinless life, went, died once and for all for our sins, and he said, it is finished. The work of God for your life is done. Amen? Amen? Now you just put your faith and trust in Jesus. He makes all things come alive to the kingdom of God. And he takes out all your self-righteousness, arrogance, pride, rebellion, hostility, enmity. You raise your fist to God. I'll get you, God. And he, like a steamroller, he rolls right over you with his love, and he squashes all of that stuff out. And you're just left in his presence and wondering, God, why do you love me? Amen? He loves us first. That's why we love him. Love won the day. Love won the battle. Love grew us and drove us out of the darkness, out of death, into his wonderful light. And we give praise and adoration to Jesus Christ. There's no other name given among men under heaven whereby we must be saved. Every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Do it today. Do it now. Claim him as your Lord and Savior and live your life in satisfaction and glory. Doing what you were created to do. An intimate relationship with God who is our creator and the God who is our redeemer. Amen? Man, he loves you. He loves you. He loves you. So this is a beautiful picture of the temple. Amen? The blood of Christ was shed. Propitiation. Propitiation. Five syllables, big word, meaning God paid the price so that you can have a relationship with Christ. And then we have this word, redemption. What a beautiful word this is. It speaks about the slave market. Satan is practically personified as a grim slave owner who keeps the souls of men and women in bondage, forcing them to be bound by their sinful nature. The will of, the, of, the, of Satan for your life is to steal, kill, and destroy your life. That's his plan. That's his agenda. And he uses everything that he can do to destroy your life. What did Jesus say? I have come to destroy the works of the devil. Amen? Ah, yes. Early on. Early on. The picture of the Lord with his foot on the devil's head. Amen? Winning the battle for us. 
this wonderful picture that God has redeemed us out of the slavery of sin, the slavery of our brokenness, the slavery of our self-righteousness and our pride that keeps us from this intimate relationship with God. God paid the price and bought you, redeemed you. Amen? Redemption is a wonderful, wonderful word. The Bible says where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is what? Freedom. Everybody say with a deep voice, freedom. Ready? Freedom. Now with a high voice. Freedom. You get the picture? Whether you're high or whether you're low, the Spirit of God wants to save you and redeem you and bring freedom. Not to do what you want to do, but to do what you ought to do by the power of the Holy Spirit to live your life for the glory of God. He has redeemed us. Listen to this verse. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace. Amen. Grace today is awesome. Romans 5, 1. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him we have also obtained access, VIP access, into the very presence of God by faith through grace in which we stand. And this is why we get a little excited on a Sunday morning in celebration of the hope of the glory of God in our hearts, in our family, and for our community today. God has redeemed us, set us free. Amen? Are you with me? Poke the one next to you. All right. Paul evidently thought and hoped that perseverance in obeying God's law that he might at last be pronounced and declared righteous by God when he stood before his judgment seat. But in the new way of righteousness, in the new covenant of righteousness, the righteousness of God now is given to you now. Eternity is given to you now. New life is given to you now. Resurrection power in life is given to you now through the new covenant and the promise of the Father that he would send the Holy Spirit and minister to your heart and to your life and draw you to him now. Amen? There's no fear of judgment when you know Christ personally because you understand the righteousness of God, that Christ bore our sins so that we might now be right with God. Right with God. Not standing in our own rights, but standing in the rightness of God. He who knew no sin became sin for us, so that we might be the righteousness of God. Do you understand the grace of God? That when God looks at you today, he sees your identity as righteous. And he says, if you're with my son, come on in. Amen? Into the very fellowship of who God is. It's a wonderful, wonderful life. Knowing Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And I'm asking you today to ponder these thoughts. Are you relying on your good looks and charm, your self-righteousness, your pride and arrogance? Are you pushing God aside, saying maybe another day? The Bible says that you must choose today. Today is the day of salvation. You've heard it over and over and over again that you might walk out of this building and die. Where would you be with Christ? But you know what? It's a true statement. You don't know when your life will end, and you don't know the circumstances of your life, but you need a Savior, and you need the Lord. Claim him today as Lord and Savior. His righteousness will fill your life. 
The imputed righteousness of God is this word justification. Justification is the idea that you're a sinner, you've committed the crime, but somebody has come in and paid your debt. And it's just as if you've never sinned. The imputed righteousness of God is because of another that paid your debt. He has now declared you as righteous, justified. The imputed righteousness of God declared over your life today. Walk in that identity. Amen? Walk in that, that identity today. We are justified. There's imputed righteousness, which is the righteousness that's declared over your life. And then there's the imparted righteousness. And that is when the Holy Spirit comes into your life, he brings this ability and power that only he can give to make right choiceness. Amen? We struggle with making right choices over and over again. We need the power of God to guide us and to lead us and to walk alongside of us. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit comes up alongside of us as our counselor, as our helper, as the spirit of truth. He convicts us of sin, righteousness, and judgment. And we turn from our self-righteousness and our sin and we turn to God and hello, hello God. And he takes our life and he changes us. The Bible says that as you have received Christ Jesus as Lord, so walk in him. Amen? Just as when you receive Christ, you put your faith and trust in God. Every day, we put our faith and trust in Jesus to guide us and to lead us. The world needs a righteousness that is not their own. Amen? We see godless leaders making decisions over our, our, our nation and over our country and over our world. And it's causing us to go to the brink of hell itself. We need righteous people to enter the workforce, righteous people to change this world. Righteousness is what exalts a nation, amen? Righteousness is what keeps a family. The power of the Holy Spirit to cause you to do what is right is what you need today. You need a savior. You need the promise of the Father that the Holy Spirit will come, guide you and lead you and make the way for you so that you will have life eternal. Life eternal. Christ in you. The hope of glory. Ponder these thoughts, friends. I pray the Holy Spirit will speak to your heart. And if you haven't made a decision for Jesus Christ, do it today. Do it today on Mother's Day. Make your mom proud. Amen. Make your mom proud. Giving your heart and life to Jesus. Man, my mother was, was awesome. She was tough as nails, gentle as a dove. When she beat me with those broom handles and wooden spoons, oh, I felt the discipline and fear of the Lord. One time I took that wooden spoon and I put it under my father's recliner, under the pad. Literally, when he came home one night and sat down, I heard the snap of the wooden spoon as it busted and broke. And you know what? I, le I literally leaped up for joy and said, it's broken. Ah. Right when I was saying that, my mother was entering the kitchen and she came out. It seemed like with a bigger and better wooden spoon. <laughs> Amen. Man, she was tough as nails. Told you this. She told me, listen, if you want to be a loser, that's up to you. That's your choice. I don't know. Coming from your mom. 
stirs you a little bit. My mom lived a holy life, separated for the purposes and passion of knowing Jesus Christ. She led me down to that altar, threw me at that altar and said, tell the Lord you love him. Tell the Lord you praise him. Tell the Lord you thank him or I will beat No, Tell him. Tell him, tell him, tell him. And friends, you know what? After a while, I just did it because my mom said it. After a while, the presence of God stirred me. And I knew that God loved me. I knew that God had a plan for my life. I knew that God could change me from the inside out. And I turned from my mischievous, evil youth. And I turned to God and praise, 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 praise him. Moms, we thank you for what you do. I read a research paper that, that said that everything that a mom does as housewife and everything she does in the, in the home, all the hours and all the work, a mother would need to get paid $166,000 a year. So we thank you, mothers. You're not going to see that cash, but we thank you. Amen? You're not going to see that cash. But you know what? You're going to see the reward of children that grow up. No, we Christ. Amen? What does it profit a man or a woman or a young person to gain the whole world and lose their soul? Be separated from God forever and ever and ever. God loves you today. He's got a plan and purpose for your life. And you know what it, 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 it's all about? It's all about his reckless love. Amen? Amen? His reckless, extravagant love over your life, that he loves you and he loves you and he loves you. And you know what? Yeah, he loves you enough to give you the wooden spoon every once in a while. Discipline you. and Show his grace to you. The Bible says that the Lord's discipline, he disciplines us, chastises us because he loves us. And I, I hope you'll, you'll understand the chastisement and discipline of the Lord, that he wants to draw you to himself and experience this reckless, reckless love of God shed abroad in our hearts by the power of the Holy Spirit. We're going to worship the Lord with one more song as we give him all the glory and all the praise.